Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Numbers chapter 11 verse 31 to 33. Then a wind from the Lord sprang up. And it brought quail from the sea. And <laughs> I love this. Let them fall beside the camp. About a day's journey on this side. And a day's journey on the other side. Around the camp. And about two cubits above the ground. Oof. And the people rose all that day. And all night. And all the next day. Somebody is about to work all day and night. To gather your blessings. Ah, look at this, verse 33. While the meat was yet between their teeth, before it was consumed, the anger of the Lord was kindled against people. And the Lord struck down the people with a great plague. Uh-oh, let me explain to you what happens, okay? This is important, because I can't just talk to you about blessings and not tell you the dangers that come with the blessing. Because every blessing has a responsibility to it. The same blessing that came from God can also take you away from God if you're not careful. So I'm going to show you something that happened. Israelites in the desert, they kept complaining. They kept saying, oh, in Egypt we had this. Oh, in the past we did that. Oh, we did this. They were never embracing the current goodness of God. They talked about eating watermelon in Egypt where they were slaves. But they forgot that while they were enjoying the watermelon, they had chains on their hands. So instead of thanking God that now they didn't have chains on their hands, they were still cripping about the fact that there was no watermelon. And then they, they were upset with God that they said, oh, we want meat. We want meat. Why don't Moses provide meat? There are 600,000 people. And God, the, the scripture talks about, God spoke to Moses. He said, why are they grumbling? I'm going to show you what I'm capable of. And he sent his wind. What is the wind? The breath of God. So one of the characteristics of that wind is that the wind has a power to gather to himself the blessings of God. One of the characteristics on your life is that when you make a covenant with God, when you walk in his ways, when you are consistent in the presence of God, there is a grace on your life to attract blessings to you. Yeah. The reason why sometimes we don't function in it is because we don't have a revelation of that. And sometimes there can be certain grace on your life and you, don't, you never use it because it's not become a revelation. So this is another thing that God is saying. That the grace that is on your life is that you don't have to chase the blessings. The blessings have to chase you. Now God was very upset with Israelites because they're like, guys, I have brought you out of the slavery. I have brought you till here. And you guys are still cribbing and complaining. 
here, this is important for us to learn. When you ask God, you never say, God, I don't have it. God, why is it? God, God. No, you never do that. Instead, you thank God. Instead, you say, God, I thank you for where you have brought. By the way, God, you know, um, I've, it's been a long time. I haven't had some meat. If you can just drop in some quails, it'll be nice. But even if you don't, I still love you. The Bible says, if a son asks for a fish, will he give a snake? Will, if, if a son asks for bread, will he give a stone? So it's not that God was like, how dare you ask for non-vegetarian non food? You know? No, that's not what happened. God didn't appreciate their grumbling, their tone, their attitude. And this is the same thing. You can go to a church for a long time and then one day something doesn't happen. You start grumbling. And that one grumbling can steal your 10 years of blessing because you forgot what God has done for you so far. And you choose complaining and grumbling and you steal all the goodness that was supposed to come. And the Bible says a plague, a very great plague came from God. God was saying, you know what, they, they want meat. Some of the verses above is so funny because <laughs> I read it the first time and I was like, wait a minute. Did I just read that and I had to read it again? The, the verse says, he said, they're asking for meat. I'm going to give them so much meat that they're going to eat and it is going to jump out of their nostrils. <laughs> don't imagine that now. Don't. I said, don't. You already did. <laughs> Can you imagine? God is like, nothing is impossible for me. But I want you to have a spirit of joy. Listen, children of God, there is nothing that you can ask God that is too big for God. Nothing too hard for the Lord. Can I hear an amen? Watch your tongue. If you're, if you're too desperate, it doesn't glorify God. Please God, pretty please, if you just do this, I'll never ask you anything. No, 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 you are going to come right back here tomorrow, 3 o'clock. And then Tuesday, 4 o'clock, you will be right back asking God for more stuff. So don't say that you won't ask anything anymore. No, you are a child of God. Go confidently and go securely and say, God, you are a good God. I know who I am. And I know who loves me. And I know who is beside me. If you believe that, let me hear an amen. Watch the tone. Watch the tone. You can, you can get a blessing or cause you to be destroyed because of the way you ask it. Very important for us to understand that. The way you ask is as critical as asking something. May God be so proud of the way you ask. God, I'd like a job, but even if you don't give, I know you'll take care of me. Woo! Wow, 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 wow. You know, God will then have to flex his muscle to show off his power for you. Because God is waiting to show himself strong on behalf of those who trust him. Those who trust him. When you trust him, heaven is opening.